Blog Talk Radio.
619-924-0800. Please reach out to us a little later uh, when we open up the lines for you to do so. Again, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Uh, for all those that have participated uh, in this month, we thank you for all our participants in uh, Black History Month, as well as our weekly listeners. Thank God for all of those in the New York area, Long Island. Thank God for uh, the Normans, uh, Stevenson, Sister Mel. Uh, thank God for my Townsend family. Thank God for those that are in New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, D.C., Illinois, California, uh, North Carolina, uh, South Carolina, Florida. We thank God for you all across the country. Thank God for you that are listening in Canada and South America and the continent of Africa, Europe and Asia. Thank God for you, you and you. We uh, pray God's continued blessings upon your life. And we know that the message is reaching someone. And thank God for my coworkers as well. Uh, Nancy, uh, thank you for listening in as well. Uh, we want you to know that some of the people that are sponsoring us, there are several, but uh, some of them uh, include MPT Enterprise, uh, Marlon Townsend, shout out to you, Third Lounge, uh, Ryan Wilson, uh, shout out to you as well. If you have any needs for social media, propaganda, business cards, uh, flyers, whatever it is, Beard Oil, reach out to Ryan. Also, thank God for Abyssinia as well. And thank God for uh, Lois Glenn Carter as well, who is doing an awesome work for Black uh, Family Mediation. Thank God for you, you, and for you. For those of you who have just joined Global Gospel for the first time, our theme scripture comes from 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 4 and verse 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 4 verse 3 is our theme scripture here at Global Gospel. And what does the scripture say? The scripture says, if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost and whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in the hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And so today, we come with the message of Jesus Christ. We came to let you know that Christ heals, he delivers, he saves, and he sets free. We came to let you know it doesn't matter if you're rich, you're poor, if you're black, or if you're white. If you call on the name of Jesus, you will be saved, and certainly you will experience a life-changing event. So we want you to stay tuned uh, to the rest of the hour, and we have some uh, information that we will share with you, as well as from God's 
word. And we're going to take another break. Uh, we're doing our uh, memory lane gospel music. This one is Oh Happy Day, uh, Edwin Hawkins. We started out with Mahalia Jackson just over the hilltop. Oh Happy Day. And certainly once you find Jesus, it will be a happy day in your life. Stay tuned. Oh, happy day.
Again, you are, we are back, and you are listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we will be here with you until the 2 p.m. hour, sharing in our uh, black history and our gospel music, and certainly uh, a, our word from God's word. And so on this Saturday afternoon, if you read our theme, the theme says, The God of History. And we want you to know that uh, God is in everything. God is our everything. And so perhaps somebody said, history, what does God have to do with, give me a few minutes. And certainly we will share a little bit of history with all of you, our listeners, today. Hebrews, the book of Hebrews chapter 11 Hebrews chapter 11 and I'm going to read a few verses but I encourage you to read uh, the whole chapter in its entirety I'm going to read verses 1 through 3 then I'm going to skip down to 6 13 and 32 now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. These all died in the faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Verse 32, and what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, and of Barak, and Samson, and Jephthah, David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword, they wandered about in sheepskin and goatskin being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained 
a good report through faith received not the promise. God having provided some better thing for us that they without us should not be made perfect. Faith moves mountains. Stay tuned for the God of history. Father, we thank you today for your loving kindness, for your tender mercy, for your opportunity just to share with God's people across the world the good news that Jesus Christ saves, heals, he delivers, and he sets free. We thank you today. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto you. Let someone be encouraged on today, uplifted and inspired. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. The God of history. As we reflect and meditate on history, and in particular, black history, we cannot help but to realize that we have come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord. 
we must acknowledge and confess that if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, where would we be? We had to testify and I, that I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And I can uh, confess and testify before God and man that God is real. We have seen God work in me. I've seen him work in me, on me, and through me. And perhaps you have the same testimony on today. And we, must, we are able to confess that God is our Savior, he's our healer, and he's our deliverer. It is our belief that he also, he sanctifies us, he redeems us, and he is our, our Savior on today. God is not only the God of creation, but I submit to you today that he is the God of history because he has brought us from a long way. He is the God of all flesh and of all times. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. God has brought us from uh, different countries, different states, different locations. He's brought us through the Middle Passage, through slavery, through Jim Crow, through the Civil Rights mu uh, Movement, and he brought us here today. And as we look at the God of history, we can reflect on one quote Martin Luther, Dr. Martin Luther King said, we are not makers of history, but we are made by history. And perhaps our story is not told on the news. Perhaps our story isn't on the Internet. But in each and every one of our families, we have some history-making events. And the thing about history is uh, history has some good in it, some bad, and some ugly. History has some dark secrets in it. History would leave uh, skeletons in somebody's closet. But history is just history, and we can't change history, but we must strive and move forward. So as we look at history, uh, there are several points that I would like to make and share on this afternoon. And just uh, one thing that uh, history has, history has a memory, and it leaves us with a memory. History has monuments, and it leaves us with monuments. History has momentum and it leaves us with momentum. Mem uh, if we look uh, about memory at our memory, is one thing that I can think of. And uh, a few years ago, I went to the uh, National Museum of African American History in Washington, D.C. by the Smithsonian. And uh, that is in my memory and is also a monument because it is right there in Washington, D.C., where all the other memorials and monuments are as well, Lincoln Memorial, Washington Memorial, whatever, that uh, that's there. And also, um, it uh, gives me with a sense of momentum because it gives me a drive to go forward. And the museum in itself, it's a building, it's monumental, and inside of it is artifacts or memories of days gone by in the past. And the interesting thing about the museum is, and if anyone's ever visited, or I would put definitely put that on my bucket list of places uh, to go, no matter whatever your race or uh, nationality is, uh, the museum starts you out in the basement. It uh, starts you out below the ground. And then as you experience uh, the museum, you have to move upward in a 
uh, in a certain path. And it starts out with uh, Africa and it starts out with change and slavery. And then you move on through the times. And uh, memory, what can we say about memory? Memory is something that is remembered from your past. And we, uh, there are some things in our past that we would rather not remember. There are some things that we would like to forget. And there are some things that we would like to remember that we um, cannot remember. Uh, but there is so much that I learned. One of the things that I learned and the, in the passage of Scripture, it talked about um, several people in uh, Hebrews chapter 11 is what we have come to know as the hall of faith. And we know that that is, I would say that this scripture in itself is something monumental because this uh, encapsulates what faith is by starting out by telling us faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And then it takes us down memory lane. It takes us through Abel and Enoch and Noah, and then it takes us through the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then it talks about Gideon and Barak and Samuel and, and all the other prophets. And so it basically uh, is the sum total of uh, life in uh, Christianity as we know it because it mentions uh, everybody uh, from uh, creation up until uh Basically, if we were to add ourselves in to the scripture, it would mention to the present time because uh, God is a God of faith. And certainly if, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so if you know God, then you should have faith. If you have faith, you should know God. But let me talk a little more about memory. So one of the things that uh, this passage of scripture mentions Moses, and I'm just going to pull Moses out for a second and we know the story of Moses, um, that the decree was made um, for all of uh, the, the male childs to be killed. And so one of the fascinating things that I found in the Museum of African American uh, History was there was a spe specific section that was dedicated to midwives. And midwives in the African American uh, culture played a very important role because there were times that we did not have hospitals, and certainly um, even one of my teachers told us that during slavery times that uh, conditions were so severe that basically what was happening is they were dropping the children in the field. They had no time to even be attended by a midwife because that's how rigorous and how harsh and cruel slavery was. And so anybody that tries to lighten what slavery was, they really don't know their history. And certainly the Israelites experienced slavery as well. And the Bible lets us know um, that there were two midwives by the name of Shifra and Pua. And certainly they were the midwives during the time that uh, Moses was born. And certainly these uh, midwives, they uh, feared God more than they feared Pharaoh. And certainly that is something to learn today that we need to fear God more than we fear man because man doesn't have, an, have a hell or heaven 
to put us in. But these midwives, and I reflected on the section of the museum given to uh, midwives, and I was watching a documentary on TV as well about mid- midwives in the African-American community, and there was this one older lady in Florida, and she was a midwife, and she had uh, delivered hundreds and hundreds of babies. And what she said was from the time that she heard that the mother would be expecting a child, she began to pray. And certainly uh, her record showed that she never uh, lost a mother or a child. And that is so important that the midwives had a relationship with God. And no matter who you are today, whether you're a doctor, lawyer, nurse, uh, if you're uh, working on the sanitation department, it is important that you have a relationship with God because whatever you do, you do it as unto the Lord. And we know the story about Moses. Moses was hidden, et cetera, et cetera, like that. And the Bible lets us know that the more uh, that the Egyptians afflicted God's people, the more uh, they grew. And then the scripture lets us know uh, that God has seen their sorrows, and he let them know that I have come down to deliver you. And so, people that are listening today, you need to know that God has seen your affliction He's seen your sorrow. He's seen your tears. But he is here to live, to deliver you on today. He is the God of history. And his record shows in the hall of faith that certainly we overcame by our faith in God. And so uh, as I was talking about memory, uh, the Bible lets us know in uh, Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter, and you can read it at your own leisure. If one of the things it says, hear, O Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and all thy might. And then it lets us know that thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shall talk of them when thou sittest in thine house and when thou walkest by the way and when thou liest down and when thou risest up and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand and they shall be as frontless between thy eyes and thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates this is the message and instruction that God gave Israel to uh, let them know that he is the God of history that people had to tell their children and their grandchildren what God had done he says when you come into the land where you have uh, olive trees and uh, wells that you did not dig and houses uh, that you did not build and olive trees that you uh, did not plant. I want you to know that it is because of God that you are here. And certainly we need to know today that things may not be how we want them to be, but that God has brought us into the wealthy place. And I mentioned Dr. King earlier, and the, one of the things the scripture let us know that these people, they all died in the faith. They were of good report, and they hadn't yet received the, all the promises of God. And we know that the promises of God are yea and amen. They had not, many of them never got to see Christ come in the flesh, but they had faith that God would come. And so we have faith today that God will heal, that he will deliver, that he will save, and he would set free. And so all of these things are in our memory. They should be in our memory bank. And then the second thing that uh, history brings is monuments. And I told you that I went to D.C. and there were some monuments there. And certainly we're living in a day and time 
where uh, monuments are being torn down. They're being uh, cast into the river. Uh, people are, are lobbying to get rid of monuments because they reflect um, slave uh, owners and uh, people of uh, bad reputation or whatever. Um, but, um, th- but that's another story in itself. But my personal opinion is uh, I don't, uh, I, I don't have any uh, fear about a monument because a monument, while it may represent something, it doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, when I go to work every day, I pass a certain statue or figure of a person, but I have no allegiance to that statue. I do not worship that statue. That statue is not a god to me. It occupies no space in my heart, my soul, or my spirit. But the purpose of a monument uh, the definition of a monument is that is a lasting evidence, a reminder or example of someone or something notable or great. A monument can be a distinguished person. It could be a memorial, a stone building erected in remembrance of a person or event. It could be a car statue. It could be a boundary or position. But what we need to know is, in a spiritual sense, anything that is monumental, uh, we need to um, take note of. And certainly, um, we've built uh, churches and uh, cathedrals, and we know that uh, God said, upon this rock, I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And he wasn't talking about the physical structure. But since we did take the time to build a house for God, he said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. And so since we took the time to do that, uh, we should be very careful about how we treat uh, structures that have been dedicated to the service of the Lord. Uh, Even in sometimes in history, God instructed to build an altar to the Lord, for that was the place of sacrifice, a place of showing your commitment to God. And so Proverbs 2 and 28 says, remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. And certainly uh, in a spiritual sense, the landmark is of faith. The landmark is of holiness unto the Lord. The landmark is of righteousness. The landmark is of peace and of joy and of love. And so we have to be careful that the monumental things in our life, in our relationship with God are not moved. And that we don't remove them. Not that we make an idol out of anything, but we respect and reverence anything that is monumental in our lives. Um, people can get structures and monuments confused. Do uh, you remember Peter was on Mount Transfiguration with Moses and Elijah and Jesus? And Peter got totally confused. Because he said, Lord, should I build three tabernacles, one for Moses, Elijah, and and Jesus? But the point of the matter, although this scripture mentions all those people that died in the faith, there is none greater than Christ. And certainly we don't want to make a God out of Moses, out of a God out of Elijah, because they didn't die for your sins and ours. It was Jesus Christ that shed his blood. For the remission of our sins. It was Christ that came in human flesh and died for our sins. And so we need to not confuse any memories any, any, or any monument with the greatest gift of all, 
which is that of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then the third thing is momentum. Momentum is a lasting uh, evidence or reminder or example of someone or something notable or great. Momentum could be a distinguished person, a memorial stone, or a building, uh, 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 sorry, that, that monument, I'm sorry. Those were the things that were our monument. Momentum is uh, a product of the mass of a particle and its velocity. In other words, what, that is how physics describes momentum. But basically what momentum is, the reaction between weight and speed uh, creates a certain response. And so we have been in some weighty times in life. We've been in some heavy times in life. And then we've been in some, we've had some light moments of laughter. And we've had some days that uh, went by real fast. And we've had some times that uh, were really slow. But momentum is the strength of force gained by motion or by a series of events. And so what momentum is, if I were to sum it up in one word, it is the power and the speed that you collect as time rolls on. And what does the Bible tell us? Ye shall, Acts 1 and 8, ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and into the uttermost parts of the earth. God wants you to have power. All the things that have happened in our lives, all the times that our faith has brought us through, all the times that we see God at work should have given us a certain speed. It should have allowed us to want to uh, move forward. And press toward the mark of the prize of the higher calling, which is in Christ Jesus. The Bible says, see then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Uh, if this is not an evil day, then I don't know what you're waiting for. But walk circumspectly. Be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And it is God's will that we walk in faith. It is God's will that we exercise our faith because faith without works is dead. And so we are going today from faith to faith because it is, it is something in our future that God has for us. There is something in the future of those that will come behind us uh, that God has for them. We read about all of these people, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and certainly they didn't see what God was doing today, but they believe that there is a God. And today, the question is, will you believe that there is a God that rules and for rules? And so today, we have to walk in victory and not defeat. We have to exercise our faith and know that uh, we should have the faith uh, that can conquer anything. We should have faith that moves mountains. We should have faith that will be able to see us through the storm. We should have faith that can conquer 
anything. And we have to always remember, Jesus, always keep him on your mind. Never forget what the Lord has done for you. Never forget where God has brought us from. Never forget that Jesus Christ is our soon coming king. Keep that in your memory. Keep it in your heart. Uh, keep it in, in, in a place that is dear to you and don't let go of the things of God because God will always be there throughout the ages. He's Alpha and he's Omega. He's the beginning and he's the end. He's the first and the last. Always remember Jesus, always keep him on your mind. Stay tuned. I think I may have a caller. Hello, caller. God bless you. 
God bless you, Reverend Townsend. What a beautiful uh, message on today, the God of history. I'm so uh, elated to, to hear and be encouraged by taking a look at the God of history. And as you um, express so eloquently um, that we ought to have faith um, and know that we can abound in, uh, in God. And I just want to just uh, remind us that when we look at history, we're not looking at where we uh, arrived in 1619 to the Americas, but it is in our DNA that we belong to the history of the almighty creator, the almighty God. And so thank you again for um, this platform. Thank you for being available Saturday after Saturday with wonderful teachings and messages from all of your people. Thank you so very much, and um, I'm so happy to be on the line with you today. Blessings. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you, Sister uh, Lois Glenn Carter, uh, Black Family uh, Mediation. Um, our number in studio, 619-924. All right, for all of you that love Sam Cooke, a little bit of Sam Cooke, and we'll be right back. So she joined the gibbering throne, and while she was pushing her way through, Someone asked her, what are you trying to do? She said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. She cried, oh, and oh. Until she had no, had no more to spare The doctors, they done all they could But their medicine would do no good When she touched him, the Savior didn't see But still he turned around and cried Somebody touch me She said it was I who just want to touch the hem of your garment I know I and ladies and gentlemen, uh, we thank you for sharing with Global Gospel this Saturday afternoon. We hope you have enjoyed and been encouraged and inspired as we talked about the God of history. As we listened to the voice of Mahalia Jackson, the voice of Clara Ward, the voice of Sam Cooke, the voice of Andre Crouch. I'm going to, and those were some of the voices of our uh, civil rights movement here in the United States. And God has brought us uh, so far, and we've come to uh, the close of the hour. And certainly, I'm going to close. I'm going to give you a little story behind uh, this last one that I'm going to close with after I pray. Uh, simply says, uh, "Trouble in the land." It's the title, "Trouble in the Land." Uh, Dorothy Lovecoats. And certainly she was another important part of uh, voice of our people uh, for the civil rights movement. And at the time that she recorded this, there was uh, there was a war going on in Vietnam and a lot of uh, people were felt that they were fighting for freedoms and liberties in a different place. But they did not have those uh, at those certain liberties 
and uh, rights here in uh, the United States and their in uh, their home uh, country. And so uh, that is how we're going to conclude. And actually, and that song was actually a part of my personal history. Uh, but that that is an, uh, another story as well. But thank you. We are uh, on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and Google Play. We're here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until uh, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. We encourage you to listen in. All our shows are archived. So at uh, 2 o'clock, immediately following this show, you can listen to the whole episode in its entirety as we shared a few moments from uh, the word of God and uh, from Black History Month. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today for your loving kindness, for your tender mercy. Uh, we thank you for another day that you have kept us. We thank you that you're the God of all flesh, that you're the God of history, God. We thank you that uh, you have no beginning and you have no end, God. We thank you that you are the author and the finisher of our faith, God. We pray for everyone listening today. We pray for uh, salvation. We pray for healing. We pray for deliverance, God. Those that are, are suicidal, down and out, and oppressed, help them to have faith in you, God, so that they will be able to make it through the day, make it through the next second, the next moment, the minute, the next hour, God. And certainly that they know that they are overcomers, that they are more than conquerors, through him that loved us God we thank you for sending your son Jesus That we might have a right To the tree of life We thank you for all things God We thank you for everything God For life, health and strength God We ask you to move by your spirit God And God if we fail to ask anything Please don't fail to grant it This is our prayer In the name of the Father, the Son And the precious Holy Ghost In Jesus name We pray Amen. Again, thank you for listening to Global Global Gospel. Uh, We end with trouble in the land. Dorothy Love Coats. God bless you. Until next time. www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. the hummingbird we did too we hope you'll enjoy the song that we have planned for you now it reminds us of the present and the things that's happening in the world and right now that's hardly any place you can go to get away from trouble we read about the needless killing, crime in the street and what have you, the war in Vietnam, a nation trying to survive under racial pressure. Our song is called Trouble in the Land Will Soon Be Over, all over this world.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.